Oh, well, I guess there's no point going on about it. You know how I feel. So let's get on with the show. The best of Rupert Pupkin. Jerry, I've sketched out this little outline in order to save you a little bit of time, okay? It's a little introduction. So close your eyes and imagine it's exactly six o'clock. You're standing in the wings and we hear Lou Brown and the orchestra strike up your theme song. From New York, it's the Jerry Langford Show with Jerry's guests Richard Pryor, Ben Gazzara, Elizabeth Ashley, Carol Burnett, and the comedy find of the year making his television debut, Rupert Pupkin, the new Rupert. king of comedy. Rupert, I go crazy. Hey, What's the matter with you? Jerry. Ah, People are sleeping. Lower it. What's the matter with you? Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I'm, I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Now, you come on, Jerry, and you do your monologue. And then when the time comes, this is how I see you introducing me. You could say something like this. Will you please give your warmest welcome to the newest king of comedy, Rupert Pupkin? For people that are surviving with a whole time. Hi, this is Dave. Um, I'm I'm telling everybody to uh, survive the Holocaust. Uh, we want you to uh, cheer up, uh, listen to serious. Okay, I, this is to the uh, all the people who have uh, suffered from the Holocaust or any generations um, that we empathize with you, what you've suffered through, and uh, you know I hope things get better for you. And uh, I don't know what to tell you. Cheer up. Uh, cheer up and. Cheer up. For serious, cheer up. Yeah, cheer up. You're you're with friends here on Serious Radio, and um, hang in there. It's got to get better. Whackpacker Crackhead Bob orders Chinese food. Needy Restaurant, how can I have you? I want. Uh, uh, you want to pick out the river first? Yes. You want to yes. pick out the river? Yes. Yes. Pick out the river. Yes. What do you mean? Yeah. You want to pick out or you want to deliver? I want to to you to take uh no to my apartment. You mean a deliver, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to give me the order? Uh, okay. What kind of order you like it? Thai Thai soup. What kind of soup? Thai Thai soup. One time, right? Yes. One time soup. And Tiki Day Main? No. And Tiki Martin. Hold on, hold on, I'm, hold on, I'm sorry. Oh, you're killing me now. Yeah, uh, hold on, You're killing me, you know. Hold on, hold on. I'm tongue Yeah, what kind I of... I am, I'm tongue And then anything else? Took a my Dan. Hold on a second. Hi, can I please? Yes. I want an order? What do you like? Doodoo, say can. Huh? Took it, my can. Don't order. I'm sorry, I can I can understand you. Come on, you know. Maybe you call after the. Uh... Oh no, you're killing me. I am hungry. Can you call back first? No, I want it now. Chicken and shrimp combination. And thank you by me. Thank you by me. Come on, I want to eat, and you you're ducking me. You're fucking me. You're fucking me now. Dung up. Fucking did you thanked up there? Beautiful. 
I um I got in the hey studio. Now. I thought I beat you in this morning, and I was like bragging about it. And then I heard you were just in the bathroom. That's hey all. Now. You beat me. You uh, what time did you get in? I get in at about five, between five thirty and five forty. Oh, yeah. I'm usually here about six. Yeah, you never beat me. No. I was like, uh, I made a big announcement. I beat Robin in. <laughs> I uh, had a feeling because, you know, the group had already assembled around yeah. your desk. I said, I bet you he thinks he was here before. I did. <laughs> hey I had a good vacation, actually. I don't normally say that. Because usually something goes wrong. <laughs> like either, you know with my parents or something you know something, something comes up something comes up it was pretty good but the weather here in new york has been uh super hot what i i like it like that i you do yeah i never complain i love it when it's hot and uh you know it's been pretty awesome and nobody interrupted you nobody interrupted me i really didn't do much of anything except uh i did something for robin but she doesn't know about it <laughs> And my whole life is Robin. <laughs> so you worked for me. Over I worked for you. Over your holiday. I did. I did, actually. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just had a good time. And then last night, you know, and I slept like a baby all week. And then last night, I, I you know, before work starts, I still have this anxiety. I've been doing radio for how many years now? I don't even know. Like maybe 40 years. Yeah, something around there. Close to 40, maybe 39. I, you've been doing it for 40 years. We've been together for 38. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's wow. I've been, <laughs> how's that? Po I oh, don't that's know. right. Yeah. I oh, no, that is possible. I've been doing this for like 45 years. Uh, wow. Oh, my God. Good one. I've been doing uh, radio for so long and uh, I still. The night before, I could not sleep. I uh, midnight, I was up for like two hours. I went downstairs and ate a peach and some um, uh, cashews. I thought that would like doesn't that have some? I don't know. That has cashews some cashews are supposed to make you sleep. No, whenever I eat, or if I have a full belly, I can go to sleep. Either that, or if I jerk off. <laughs> and I wasn't going to jerk off. Beth was you know right next to me, and I don't do that. There's no place you go to hide. Nah, when she's like right next to me, it just seems wrong. I should have had sex with her before I went to sleep, but I got so tired, I just fell asleep. Hmm. We were watching um, Beverly Hills Housewives, the third installment of uh, the the after show, you know, the, after the season's over. The, the reunion show. The reunion show. Yeah, yeah, I should know that. The reunion show. Very busy with that. Well, I was wondering, because I kept reading these headlines about all the fighting, the infighting. Well... Yeah, I'm a big Beverly Hills Housewives fan, as I've said before. And Your girls are going at it. Yeah, well, thank God for... Uh, there's a, a woman named Camille on there. She used to be married to Kelsey Grammer. In fact, she's in the movie Private Part. She had a yeah. little walk-on part in a bikini. Looked good. Uh, Camille married Kelsey Grammer and, of course, divorced him because there's no way that would have worked. I mean, well, I it took a while. But it was worth every... I mean, she's got a, an incredible lifestyle as a result of marrying Kelsey Grammer. And uh, I think both of them were a little bit nuts, you know? Yes. And so uh, they, they brought her back on the show. And if it wasn't for her, the whole show would suck. Well, I heard that she and Denise Richards got into it. Yeah, well... You know, they. I saw Andy Cohn in the hall. Andy Cohn is the executive producer of Beverly Hills Housewives. 
And uh, at first, I think he thought I was goofing on him years ago when I told him I'm a big fan of the show. And I, <laughs> I'm not. I love the show, and it's Andy's show. And I said, I walked up to Andy just last two weeks ago. I said, dude, you sh- I don't know if you're thinking of hiring Camille full-time, because she's like a part-timer on that show. I said, but, you know, she stepped it up. That girl, she saved the show this year because she's cuckoo, and she let her cuckoo fly, and she <laughs> fought with everyone, and... I said, these ladies would have had nothing to talk about if it wasn't for Camille. They got one on there, Pat the Puss, who, you know, has a rich husband, and she she acts like she's above all of them. And 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 no one calls her out on the fact that she has a, um, she has some sort of musical career, she calls it, but she, but she's horrible. But nobody calls her out on it. They're all afraid of her. And Well, I love how she talks about this pretend, these pretend uh tours yeah yeah tours. sounds like her husband's paying for her to go to some gay clubs and sing and the poor gay people have to sit there and watch her but nobody calls her out on it so nothing happens they're all nice to each other until camille shows up camille's their ronnie the limo driver how did she get them all fighting (laughs) oh she just called them like she said denise richards you came on the show and you're boring Ah. you're horrible you don't do anything which is true I, i like denise we've had her on the show good looking woman but my God, if you had it, the only time the show is good is when they're fighting. Well, Lisa Renna used to fight with everybody. She's, she, she's good. She at least fights with people and says stupid stuff. She's, she's clearly insane. <laughs> How does Harry Hamlin stay? I don't know. He must be insane too. I watched that show. This woman, Lisa Renna, it's a fascinating show. You really should watch it. She's had so much plastic surgery just on her mouth. That she's turned into a half fish, half woman. <laughs> she's got big, gigantic, she's super skinny, like way too skinny. And then she's got super gigantic fake titties that would not, it's just, an, it's like two big boulders on a skinny chest. Titties. And then, uh, and then she's got these lips that are insanely huge. Like, you ever see those women in Africa put plates in their lips? Yes. Her lips are bigger than theirs. <laughs> and they have plates in their lips. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy. And you look at her and you go, holy shit, that's crazy. Like, how is that even, it doesn't look normal. Who was the surgeon who did that? Well, I just wonder how her husband, you know, she's been morphing over the years. Yeah, how does he put up with it? I don't know. I think he's, I think he's just like, he's checked out. Really? Every time I watch the show, he's out camping. Like, you know. <laughs> Trying to get away. But she kind of reminds me like Heath Ledger in The Joker. Like, it's crazy, those lips. And, and like, I look and I go, well, like, 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 who, like a plastic surgeon wouldn't say, no, I can't do that to you. It's against my ethics because... There's no human being on the planet that has a bigger upper lip than a lower lip. I mean, I've had her on the show and talked to her about oh, it. Oh, yeah, so, you, you know. told her she should stop for a while. And she did, and then she claimed that she had made her lips so big, like somebody with plates in their lips, that then the lips were like... You had to maintain You them. had to maintain those <laughs> lips. It's fucking crazy. I mean, maybe I don't know what what she's doing, but it's like they, it's like having a, a caterpillar crawling across your face, and it's not like it's a birth defect. She did it to herself, so you know how they say you're not allowed to shame anyone. Right. I think you're allowed to shame someone if they do that to themselves. <laughs> no, who can you shame? I don't think you're supposed to shame anyone. No, you still can shame some. Really? People, no? shame. You can't shame somebody who has bad plastic surgery. Shame. <laughs> Shame. You got to be able to do that. You should be able to shame somebody who has bad I'm tattoos. I'm going to go check with authorities today. If somebody does that to themselves, you can't shame them. Shame. <laughs> and I give up. 
God, in the old days. You know, in the old days, this guy. He shamed everyone. This guy, shamed everyone. This guy who shot up uh, people in Texas. The whole neighborhood probably knew he was a fucking mental patient. Probably knew he was crazy. But nowadays, you can't even call the cops and go, hey, listen, there's a fucking weirdo in my neighborhood. Well, I'm reading about one of them. He had a kill list and a rape list. And that's coming out. You know, his classmates yeah. are saying that. But they didn't tell anybody. You used to be able to call the cops and go, listen, there's an asshole on my block. Got a kill list. Why is he in Well, he got a kill list. <laughs> made his plates big. He made his lips bigger than people with plates in their lips. I mean, blah, 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 blah. And then he call, you know. I don't even think he can shame terrorists anymore. Because they. Well, we don't even know what to call terrorists. Yeah. They believe in their religion and blah, blah, blah. No, they're fucking terrorists. They're a bunch of scumbags. But, um. And is that Vanderpump woman still there? No. She be, I like her, but. No. She left. She yeah. couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I was watching Beverly Hills Housewives. I was watching. Did you watch The Bachelorette? Oh, uh, yeah. Finale? Oh, yeah. It you was see great. What's still going on? It was so great. She's nuts. They found a, you know, I know a lot of people don't like when I talk about The Bachelorette, but I don't give a fuck you. I'll shame you too. Because <laughs> that's the greatest show on television. I don't care what anyone says. It certainly was the greatest two nights ever. Sure was. And um, it was great. She decided, listen to this. So she had it down to three guys. So she decides to take one of the three guys into a windmill and fuck him four times. Yes. She fucked a guy four times. Now, look, let's be honest. If I'm one of the three guys dating this broad, Hannah B., I would go to her and Are I'd say, Are you now slut shaming her? Yeah, I'm going to slut shame her because I was thinking, boy, what a fucking slut. I did slut shame her. I'll oh, be honest. You're terrible. I don't think I am. So I was like, well, if I'm one of these three guys, and even though it's a television show and it's a dating show, I get that it's a dating show. But if I was really going to propose to this woman, because to me, in my book, proposals still mean something. You're going to spend the rest of your life with a woman. So, you know, I'd go up to her and I'd say, excuse me, I'm hearing that you fucked one of the guys four times. I'm assuming you're in love with him. I might as well go home. Well, they didn't know it. So instead, no, he knew it. The guy knew it. He says, I heard, I'm hearing rumors. So Ooh, what guy? Luke P. Oh, Luke so, P. Yeah, yeah. He so, asked. Yeah. So, so she gets this weird look on her face. She looked like, uh, all of a sudden her face crumbled and she goes, you're slut shaming me. My husband would never, never. say that. To me. No, your husband would say that. <laughs> you mean the night before I proposed, you fucked a guy in a windmill four times? You didn't know that you were more in love with me? You can't be soaked in jism while I propose to you. <laughs> you just can't. Well, the best part is she threw that guy out. Yeah. That guy was the only normal guy. Hey, no, not Luke. I'm talking about the guy yeah. she screwed for. She, she banged the guy for it. He must. I said to my wife, he must really suck in bed. We know what it was. He was the only guy with a really good job. He yeah. was a pilot. Yeah. So she was trying, trying to fuck him to, to see if she could fall in love with him. <laughs> I know what she was doing. She's like, man, on paper, this guy would be a great husband. He this actually has a job. One. He has a job where he travels a lot. So I don't have to be with him every day. I may fuck him and see if I can force myself to love him. <laughs> so she fucks him once and goes, Jesus Christ, he's horrible. <laughs> so Let me fuck him again. again, and she, again. Fucked him, she fucked him four times. <laughs> he still couldn't stand him. <laughs> but if my future wife had fucked a guy four times the night before I proposed, I might say something to her. But she had a meltdown over it. You are slut shaming me. My future husband would never say that to me. Oh, I would. You don't fuck a guy. Get her on the show. 
Well, I still have my problems with Luke P because right, of course he's nuts, but he changed his mind after that and tried to come back and propose to her. Yeah, kidding. But anyway, um, so then listen to this. You got to hear this, even if you don't watch the show. It's great. <laughs> so okay, she fucks a guy four times. Well, all right. She doesn't pick him. She has. She's got it down to two dudes now. Okay, she's got to decide: Do I want to marry this guy or the other guy? And I don't think she fucked either, either one of them. Right. So she chooses a guy who likes to play the guitar, and it comes out of you know he was being accused sometimes that he was there for his career, and he copped to it early on. He said to her, "Look, I didn't know much about the Bachelorette, but I'm a, a struggling musician. I write music for a living, and I thought, you know, why not go on the show and write some music." And I'll play it on the show, and maybe people will get exposed. And he, he was on it. He says, gee, I never expected to actually like the, the person that was the bachelorette. And I began to fall in love with you. So she accepted that. Okay, good for her. She said, all right, that makes sense to me, you know. Who wants a douchebag who actually comes on for any other reason? So then she finds out he was dating a girl before he came on the bachelorette. And he said to her, look, you know, yeah, I'm 25. The guy's 25 years old. He goes, I'm 25. Yeah, I was dating a girl. And yeah, we banged. And I told her before I left, I'm going on this show because I'm a songwriter. And I'll see you when I get back. But he didn't realize he, he was going to fall in love with the bachelorette. So she breaks up with him over this. Today well, in their he engagement. did keep lying about it. They had to drag oh, the story please. out of him. Matt, I would have turned to this broad <laughs> Hannah B. And I would have said, wait a second. You did the same thing I did. You're about to accept my proposal and you fuck a guy four times the night before? You're doing it. At least I, at least I went away. It's been some weeks since yeah. I got fucked. Yeah, since I was fucking. It was three weeks in between that I proposed to you. The nerve of her. The only reason to go on The Bachelorette is to promote your music career. But he doesn't have much of a music career. Wait a second. Did you hear his song when he proposed to her? <laughs> yes, I did. It was beautiful. <laughs> and this is the proposal. And talking is hard sometimes for me. <laughs> this guy looks like Frankenstein with a guitar. It's a real douche moment. <laughs> like, dude, we get it. You're a songwriter. I, you know, when I proposed to my wife, I did a radio uh, talk up to his song. Right. He, he, she needed to El Cabong him with that guitar. I put on Leonard Skinner's Freebird and I uh, went, Beth, I just want to propose to you. It was like a musician singing his song to her. In my mind, I'm going to Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> After all that you've been through. Yeah, she fucked four, a guy four times in a windmill. She's after, exhausted. You would have thought she came back from Vietnam. After all, this song, this song is about her struggle as the Bachelorette. You would have thought she went to Vietnam. The only struggle was Luke P. <laughs> and she just kept him around over, uh, week after week after week. This here's a struggle finding a husband. And those times you wish you on the other side of all those restless nights by the way he's strumming the guitar with his boner always <laughs> knew it's me and you <laughs> it's happened a 
see a big career for this guy. Yeah, uh, in jingles. Get a fucking job. What, why does no one have a job anymore? <laughs> and you're covered in splooge from the dude you fucked in the windmill. <laughs> you mean if the girl you proposed to fucks a guy the night before in a windmill four times, you're not allowed to slut shame her? What, 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 what world are we living in? <laughs> well, yeah, it's her prerogative and it doesn't mean anything. You've been jackhammered by cocks, and now I propose to you, my darling. After all that you've been through. After all that you've been through, I propose to you, you're covered in splooge from the other dude. My God, you fucked a baker's dozen of random dudes. And now I swear my love to you. You were so stupid you didn't throw the loop to me out early. Uh, yeah. But I love you. I love you. How's your vag? It must be sore. Just pours out of you like a river's door. Ah. Your pussy is stretched wide open, but I love you. Vagina pussy. <laughs> I hope I have the biggest penis of them all. I know you fucked a pilot four times. I don't blame you. I'd marry him too. He's got a job. Not like the rest of us. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. It was a great season. Hannah B was the best bachelorette because she's cuckoo. And then the guys were cuckoo. She gets to talk to Tyler yeah, well. on the reunion show and makes a date with him. Have you heard what happened? No. They were they were seen, they were spotted out the next morning, so they fucked. They Maybe. went to for a drink that night or something, and then the next morning he was walking out of her house, and then he had a date with Gigi Haddad the next Why, night. Really? Yeah. He's moving up. <laughs> so Hannah you. B just missed. She had thirty guys there and didn't get one of them. By the way, Robin, I think you owe me an apology because you made fun of me for watching The Bachelorette. Well, I clearly, only yeah. only started watching it so I could talk to you. Can't you even <laughs> admit you were wrong once in the sh show's history? You're ba admit your bachelor nation now. Oh no! Oh boy! I want I I used to say I hope she picks Luke P. Shame on you! Shame! It. Shame on you not Shame. apologizing to me and admitting your bachelor nation. Shame. There were even people who were upset that Tyler then went out with Gigi Haddad and said they're still Team Hannah B. What's wrong with people? Get over here. <laughs> it's funny. I was watching The Bachelorette and, you know, she was fucking and I was like, my you porn has less fucking. <laughs> anyway, those are my. Anyway, so what else did I do on vacation? I was busy. I knew you had to spend a lot of time with The Bachelor. Bachelor, Beverly Hills Housewives. I watched some show on Netflix. It was pretty good. It was like a Star Trek, but... On Netflix? Yeah, it was like... um. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's called... Uh, 
These aliens uh, put a pod down on our planet, and they're trying to figure out. Yes, something like Another Life. Another Life, that's exactly yeah. it. I watched that. I like that. Well, I found a show. It's called Hit or Miss. I, I, I don't watch that. It's about a male-to-female transsexual. Oh, I'd watch who's that. Who's a hit woman. I like that. It's really good. You know what I'm watching? You guys are going to goof on me. Love Island. The the U.S. version. U.S. version, of course. Ugh. Well, we hail the U.S. <laughs> I didn't think I'd like it, but I have to be honest, I do. Oh, I'm not getting caught up in that. Hey, you know what else I got into musically? What? Billie Eilish, that 16-year-old girl. You were making fun of her, and now yeah. you like her. I knew she was your cup of tea. Yeah, I got into her music a little bit. I'm into that song, I Wish I Was Gay. What? You heard that? No. I Wish I Was Gay? It's pretty good. You got that, Fred? Can you like look that right up? Now. We should have a um, Pandora account. By the way, I just want to go on record as saying Robin is the queen of Bachelor Nation. <laughs> oh. Wait, start it again. Wait, wait till I finish the sentence, Fred. Just can't come in like that. Try to be professional, okay? Clearly, you've lost some edge while you were on vacation. I certainly have. Did you watch Bachelor? I do not. Yeah, of course not. He's macho. He boxes. He's a man. He boxes. My wife knows how to chase me out of a room. She puts on Bachelorette, and I'm gone. Yeah, what do you do? Go play guitar? Or... Uh, I'll watch the Yankees. Right. All right, play uh, Billie Eilish. Baby, I don't feel so good. Six words you never understood. I'll never let you go. Five words you never say. Sounded better in my room. I laugh alone like nothing's wrong. Were you wearing headphones? No, I just had it on while I was painting. It seemed good. But then I heard her singing over and over again. I wish you were gay, or I wish I was gay, or I wish you were gay. Yeah. I just wanna make you feel good. Is she gay? Not to my knowledge, is she? Oh. Maybe she wishes the guy was gay because she's so into him and he's not into her. That's exactly. Oh. She wrote it when she was 14. Okay. Right. It's better. Just paint in your room. Yeah, it's painting <laughs> music. But I'm into her somehow. Uh, Fafa Fui laid a big one on me. He was over at, um, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> Wolf. No, no, I was just, I said to him, uh, where were you or something? He was in Chicago. He told me, I go, what were you doing in Chicago, uh, Fafa Fui? <clears throat> he was at the, um, uh, Lollapalooza concert. Mm. Wasn't he too old to be there? <clears throat> I didn't even know that Lollapalooza still <clears throat> existed. Neither. Isn't that for kids, Gary? Yes. Yeah. What do you do? Are you like the Alta Cocker who sits there in the audience? Pretty much. Yeah. Did you take a group of kids because you're like the chaperone? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, really? No, no. I didn't take a group of kids, but I was there with my kids. No kidding. What a dad. I always said Fafa is a good dad. A good dad, yeah. He is, he is. And I'm... his kids don't mind hanging out with him. No, no he's fun. Busy. Busy with activities. So, so the reason I was there, Howard, is because Lucas was had an opening spot at the festival. That oh, was wow. Your son was a, a musician at the festival. He's a DJ. DJ. So he was the opening act on the DJ stage. 
Wow. By the way, do you understand that whole thing? Like, in other words, what you're claiming is Lucas went there and played people's records. No, no, no. Well, no, he produces his own music. Oh, he does. What does he do? In other words, he goes up and he plays the music, not live. He just plays a tape of the music. Right? Right, right. Explain I, guess, to me. I guess everything's like on a thumbnail drive. So he goes up and essentially says, hey, everybody, listen to this. I wrote this. But you're, you're also mixing stuff together and that kind of thing. Some oh. of it's live. Oh. How did he get on there? I don't know. They contacted him and uh, really, and he sent him. Was some it because he's son of Baba Booey or because he, a guy contacted him? He sent him <coughs> some stuff, um, and they hired him. Uh, uh, do we have music? <coughs> that we have could music listen candy. to. How did he get all go over the with the crowd? Was he a crowd pleaser? He did very well with the crowd. You have to understand something. Doors open at eleven. He was on at twelve for thirty minutes, so it's not an enormous crowd, right? Hey, good for him. That's great. DJ Jazzy Lucas is his official Jazzy name. Lucas? Does he have an, a name? Why doesn't he become DJ Fafafuhi Jr.? His name is Lucas Delabate. I've uh. talked to him about maybe he should get another name, but that's the one he likes. What, tell him DJ Fafafuhi Jr.'s. That's a name. I think Delabate is all you need. How about just Delabate? <laughs> He'll be, and people call him Del. <laughs> Does he dance around to his music on stage, or is he just one of those guys that kind of stands there and smokes a cigarette? A little bit. A little bit of both, actually. He doesn't smoke a cigarette, but at one point, I'd never seen him do this before, so at one point, he was, like, almost too cool for the room, and at the other, and then at, later on, he was, like, standing on top of the turntables, getting the crowd going. Hmm. See, I've, I once went to a concert, not a concert, but, like, some guy who is in that business of being a DJ, but not a DJ, like, at a wedding party, but... These guys are guys who like Lucas, like they yeah, perform. like they're producers. Yeah, and and then like sometimes they just stand there and act super cool, like they're too they they don't even want to be there, and they're almost acting like the crowd's not there. And then sometimes they try to engage the crowd. So the 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 act that came on right after him was three people. It was two girls and a guy, and they were they were going crazy. Do you know what I mean? They were just like jumping around and dancing and going crazy. Does he, does he have a gimmick, like a like a giant mouse head he going? No. No you robots would, walking through? You had given him one of the greatest gimmicks ever that I tried to talk him into, but he didn't want it. What was that? You told him he should be dickhead. He should just wear a giant penis. <laughs> yeah, I got good ideas. He should talk to me. I thought that was a fucking brilliant idea. I really did. Yeah, I didn't realize he was taking this so seriously. Now I've got some real good ideas, like the giant penis head. He will get so much attention. People are fascinated by those silliest things. Because once I was talking to somebody who was going to see this DJ, and I said, "Well, what? What's the purpose of going to see a DJ?" And they go, "Oh, you don't understand. There are midgets, and then there are robots, giant robots." I was like, "What's that got to do with music?" But Howard, you know everybody's DJing now because, like, you know who performed yesterday? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. He's a DJ. Really? Yeah, and Idris Elba was at Coachella. He, he performed? Yep. <laughs> Isn't he supposed to be... Like, he's an next... actor. Yeah. Well, what's going he's on? Everyone, everyone stay in your own lane. <laughs> they say he's very good. Yeah, but I mean, how do you evaluate if somebody's good? I understand a musician. I don't understand a DJ. It's a weird thing what's going on with these kids. These kids are fucked up. So where does Lucas find his stuff? But I mean, he, he writes a lot of it. Yeah? When am I going to hear it? Um, Let me hear some of it. I don't have any of it handy. You let know me... what? Better, better I don't because if I don't like it, I'm not going to tell exactly. you. Exactly. And yeah, then I'll be a phony. I just, I, I'd rather let it be, man. Let the, let the kid be.
Wait till he has a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be like that uh, Alan Thick thing. He told you one day you'd have his son on as a, right. a guest. Are you are you concerned about his career? Like, in other words, that's kind of an iffy career. He's in college now. So oh, he is. Good. He's in college. So Good. this was kind of like, this just was awesome because it's a summer and it worked out. But yes, I, I would rather he be in college than be doing this. Well, once he graduates, he could go to The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, and play his music. <laughs> Wow. Good for him. Congratulations, Lucas Delabonte. But he's been DJing a long time, right? Yeah. Since he was in fifth grade. Yeah. Nice. Kid's got the gift. Musical gift. This is and, and like uh what has he got? EDM? Electronic dance music? Yeah, but um the EDM there's like definitely I, I don't understand it, but there's like twenty versions of EDM. There's like house and trap and I just don't understand what half of it is. Does he uh does he sing at all? No. So what is it? Just music? It's music. And then Robin's right. You do take some other stuff and do remixes and stuff. It's a little bit of everything. Mm, I don't understand, but I don't like it. I mean, I like Lucas, but I don't like what's going on in music, honestly. I can't follow it. Well, you can't stop progress, Howard. Is it progress, Robin? That's what they tell me. Hey, Eddie. Hey. Oh, look at this. Lucas is on Spotify. Really? Yeah. Lucas's bio on Spotify says he was inspired by AIM and Henrik Schwartz. And we don't know either one of those. Who's AIM and Henrik Schwartz? No idea. <laughs> Sounded like foreigners to me. <laughs> Eddie, go ahead, man. In Kentucky. Those yeah, are, some, those are some scary German names. What's Lucas into, man? He wants to do his senior semester in Berlin. Apparently, that's where the music scene that's is That's the happening. scene, huh? That's the, yeah. the prime scene. You tell him right here, right here in America. <laughs> is this Lucas Delabate? Allegedly. Oh, wow, I like this. You hey, can dance to this. I can dance to this. <laughs> I can fuck to this, Robin. Crash tricks. If I can manage to get it hard. Oh, yeah. Says here in Lucas's bio, he's more into down tempo music over EDM music now. Oh, down tempo. That's what this is. I'm kind of into down tempo. Is that like bummer music? I'm into bummer music. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Maybe I could write some lyrics to this. I'll jam with Lucas. Jiminy Maybe he's mine. Jiminy Crickets. Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Tamon wants to get in touch Where's with your son. Sal? Here's a song called Where's Sal for your Where's enjoyment. Sal? Lucas Talabate and Tanma. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. More, more bullshit. <laughs> Robin, put your top back on. Ali Ali this Grande. Is, this is uh, Gary's son's music. Ali Grande. I'm sorry. I like this. I do too. I mean, when you go to like an Asian fusion restaurant, I would listen to this. Just Asian fusion? Well, that's the kind of stuff they play in there. Hey now. But I can see hey this now. in a movie. Hey Me too. Hey now. Starring Fred. Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fred, turn this off. It's thanks. Thank you, Lucas. Go ahead, Eddie. Hey now. Hey now. Eddie's from Kentucky. Unfortunately. Why, you hate it there? 
Uh, yeah, I do. Why? Uh, be, uh, hicks, rednecks, stupid people. Really? Yeah. Just, like, like you go to a party and you hear some dumb shit? Oh, yeah. Just, hey, y'all, it sounds like Rich. I love Richard, but everybody down here sounds like Richard. Oh, I'd go out of my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah, I tell you, hey, as so I get older, more and more, I just keep to myself. I just keep to myself because uh, everybody annoys the fuck out of me. I'm that way, too. And if I go down to Kentucky and people are really annoying, I'll really be a mess. Now, <laughs> uh, if you came down here, people would love you. Yeah. Hey, but there's been some dick talk this morning. And I was when I called it initially, uh, a few months ago, you were talking to Chris about a guy he was blowing that had this weird dick condition. Yeah, I remember that. I don't have that condition, but I do have a condition <laughs> where I have to, I'm going to have to get uh, a mi minor surgery in two weeks where I was banging this chick and she broke my dick, basically. Like oh. Dennis Rodman. Oh. By the way, are you yeah. blaming her or are you blaming yourself? Because you say she broke your dick, but that's like, aren't you just like banging her hard and then all of a sudden your dick pops out and then. You hit a wall. Yeah, you hit a you hit her hip or, or, or a tush, her tushy. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was kind of like that, but I didn't notice anything until like two days later, and I woke up with morning wood, and it was the most painful shit mm. I ever felt in my life, and it was like, I'm not even joking, dude, it's like broken half. Oh. It went from like six and a half inches, it's like three at a perfect 90 degree angle. I'm not even joking. You mean your dick like at three inches sticks straight out, and then it goes on a 45 degree angle? Yeah. It, it is completely bent. Yes. Yes. Wow. And painful. Let me just think about it for a minute. Let's have a moment <laughs> of silence for uh, Eddie's dick. Oh, my God. Hey, so, so you both, when you say she broke your dick, you broke your dick. Hey, boner. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> now, if you, like, beat so. off, can you, like, jizz into your own face? I, I've, I've tried to do that, and it just, it dribbles out. It barely even shoots. Mm. Oh, it can't get around that curve. Ropes. That's yeah. pretty cool, though. You could you could jizz around the corner, it, like <laughs> you had to hit someone in the face. It, so, what are you going to do about it? About, uh, I have to. I'm, I'm seeing your a urologist. I have to get uh, two injections a week for like six weeks, and in between those, I have to beat off to shape it to reshape it. Oh, <laughs> like and a sculptor now. Gee, I wish my doctor would tell me to beat off. I'm ashamed that I beat off. I need someone to give me that kind this of... This is medical beating off. Yeah, my, my, my yeah. doctor just says to me, at your age, you still beat off that much? I go, yeah. Oh, but you got to be careful. You can do it. You can do it beating off. Well, oh, really? You can break your penis beating off? Oh, yeah. Be careful. I'd have to beat that thing like I was angry at it. I mean, well, it I'm gentle. Like you do. You talk about beating it off all the time. Yeah, but I'm so gentle. Like, I stroke it, and, you know, I, I have a nice uh -huh. touch. I mean, I don't fucking go crazy on my dick. And you know what? And then if uh -huh. I can't come, I just kind of put it back in my pants and call it a day. <laughs> and my dick's never been straighter. But I know what you're talking about. Like, I've been, you know, Beth and I will go at it once in a while, and I'll, um, you know, I'll accidentally, like, kind of thrust and hit the side of her you know, leg or something. Cause, uh, my dick isn't that big. You know, I can pull back and then just be completely out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's and happened to me a few times and it hurts now. in the moment, but I've never actually gone hard enough that I broke my dick. Yeah, now, when that happens, do you stop? 
Yeah. Oh, when you break your dick? No, yeah. I mean, when you oh, no. hit something, no. you just keep going. Oh, yes. <laughs> Robin, I'm a, I aim to please. I aim to please me. No, I have to come. Well, that's what I was doing, and I hurt myself. No. So what's going to happen to your dick? So you got to now beat off to remold your dick from the shots he's giving you. Yeah. What do the shots do? Do they relax your dick so it'll start paying attention to where you want it to go? Well, what's happened is there's a plaque buildup. They call it. It's kind of like in your arteries, I guess. Oh, like Gary's teeth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah, the injections are supposed to reduce that plaque. And as you jerk off. After the injections to smooth it out, I guess. And like Robin said, of sculptor, you know. Right. So do you don't have to have an operation or anything. The injections will allow you, your masturbation and the injections will allow your penis to straighten out. Yeah, but there is a chance that those injections can rupture mm. the tubes that cause oh. you to get a boner right. where the blood goes through. And if that happens, then you have to get a surgery to repair those tubes. So, Why don't you just get the surgery? Because that's the surgery is way worse than injections. I see. They have to, they slice your dick open like a banana for the surgery. Oh, <laughs> they got any good doctors down in Kentucky? I figure all of the the good ones either go to New York or L.A. or Chicago. I mean, uh, well, maybe go come I up here, take a visit to New York, and go see a real good dick doctor. Because <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never heard of this doctor. dick reshaping before. Yeah, I've never heard of yeah, penis yeah, sculpting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's part of the part of the treatment. That's how Bruce Jenner became a woman, you know. He just <laughs> he uh he broke his dick and he just said, you know, I'll just have him cut it off and I'll become a chick. It's this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'm not cutting my dick off. Sounds like your dick is shaped like the McDonald's arch now, you know? Ooh. Like it's kind of um oh, it, oh, it's even more drastic than that. Jeez. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Can you fuck a girl or you're completely out of commission? No, I can't, no. Wow. Howard. Yeah. Sal's got a story. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. I bet you Sal broke his dick. Dude, my cock is done! Remember when <laughs> Sal lost his cock in the studio? Couldn't find Dude, it. Dude, my cock is done! Thought he was going to have a heart attack. Oh, God. What happened? You broke your dick? Yeah. What? When? I, I snapped my frenulum right in half. When? <clears throat> when I was about uh, 17. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. So Is I, that when you put the toothbrush up your ass from no. your uncle? <laughs> no, that was a different story. Oh, okay. I don't want to get my stories confused. Bonable. I was sitting on the on the front seat of a car, and I had a girl with me. Yeah, and uh, she was a little dry, and she sat down on me. She went. Can't imagine girl. any woman with you would be dry. Even your wife's dry. <laughs> <laughs> she was a little dry. This didn't happen when you uh, jerked off to your aunt shitting. No, did no, it? never, no, oh, no. Okay, that, that, I just don't want to get my stories. Stop confused. confusing things. All right. Yeah. So no, you had so, a chick on your lap. She, yeah, she was on my lap, and she went to slide down on me, and she was slightly dry, mm. and she went. She went real hard and fast, oh. and right, right on impact. Oh, my friend of them snapped right in half. Uh, it was the most painful thing ever. It was horrible. And was your dick L shaped like this guy? It wasn't L shaped, but the the piece of skin that holds the uh, the head of your penis to your shaft, that line that's it's like a tight cartilage line, mm -hmm. snapped right in half. My cock is my life. Did you bleed? <laughs> yeah, it was bleeding as well. And I, is it your, I and broke is it, my penis, and I and isn't your life your cock? Yeah, my cock is my life. <laughs> Dude, my cock is didn't gone. You, didn't you break your? My as cock you say, is my life. Capillaries. <laughs> I, I broke my capillaries. Capillaries. <laughs> no, but seriously. So, like, what happened? Did you get uh, a shot, and then they uh, told you to masturbate? No, 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 not at all. I flipped out. I went home. I went to sleep because I didn't know what to do. I was scared to tell my parents. 
I told my mom the next day, she took me to the doctor, mm. and he said, there's nothing you could do. It's cartilage. It just heals itself. My uh, boy, he broke his dick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's That's a frenulum. He's <laughs> a frenulum. is not his friend. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tough time with women. Now got off easy. Yeah. So you, so, so <laughs> yeah, what we, did they do to your dick? Nothing. They just basically... I think they put a um, like gauze around it, a splint. Yeah, not even a splint. They just wrapped it up and uh, like like a finger, like with a band aid, and yeah. and I had to stay that way for a couple of weeks, and then it it, <laughs> it eventually healed, which is crazy because wow. it was snapped clean in Ooh. half. It was nuts. Wow. Yeah, it was fucking painful. Uh, you never told me that before. No, you, so you, people should lube up, lube up out there. Hey, there's another dude on the phone who has this. Uh, what's it called? Peyronie's the penis. Peyroni. Peroni. Peroni. That's a beer. Italy. Like the Italian beer. <laughs> yeah. There's another guy with Peroni on the phone. You want to talk to him, Eddie? Would that make you feel better? Uh, sure. Right. Yeah. Let's get him on. Let me see if <laughs> we're think. we're starting a support group. Yeah, let's have a let's let's, <laughs> let's all get in a circle and talk about our broken dicks. <laughs> uh not this guy. Hold on. Give me a second here. I'll get this guy up. Uh Tony, hey. Tony. Hey, Howard. Hey, what happened to you? How's it going? We're doing a, right, uh, a round robin of Peroni penis uh, <laughs> conversation. <laughs> hey, for the original dude that called in, uh, what you don't want to do is masturbate. So here's the deal, man. Um, and hey, Howard. Hi, Robin, everybody. Um, it's called Peroni's disease. So I'm, I'm 54. Doctor told me it could have been from trauma or it could have just happened. So all I know is like a year and a half ago, right up towards the head, my dick took a sharp right turn. Mm. It's like an, it's like a 90 degree angle. It still functions. I don't have any pain. But so how does it function? Still... You can't fuck a girl if you, if you... How do you get in? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's still got a little flexibility to it, for lack of a better way to put uh, it. I guess when you get in, you go, all right, take a right at the uh, <laughs> clitoris and then bang a left. <laughs> I will say I don't like the way it looks, but no one else has complained. Before I got separated, my wife didn't complain. Girl I'm seeing now doesn't complain. But so what What you do, you got to see your urologist. You're going to get a shot. For example, on a Friday, you're going to get two shots. And your dick? You can't. Yes. <laughs> And I tell you, after the first one, it looked like Rocky Marciano got beat the hell up in a boxing match. It, it was bad, but, but then it gets better. So I went in on a Friday, and then the next time was a Monday. Went in on Monday, all the swelling had gone away. He gave me another shot. And then you can't have any kind of sex for, I think it's not six weeks, for the next two weeks after that second shot. Then you go back in six weeks, and you're getting two more shots. Apart by Isn't life horrible? Days. Well, at least Candy. there's hope here at the end. I don't know. He says his dick's still all banged up. Well, Eddie, it sounds like it sounds like his actually broke. Yeah. So, did they well, tell you, you know, it was Peronis, or what they tell you? Yeah, it's Peronis, but unlike yours, mine is closer to the base, not the head. Ooh. And and you yeah, can mine's feel right by the head. Like, yeah. See, mine's at the base, and you can feel like if you if it's soft. You can feel it. It's like a hard, you know, yeah. lump. You, it's weird. When hey, it gets, Tony, don't you think like Eddie bone, should come hurts. to New York and get a, uh, I don't want to say a real doctor, but uh, a, <laughs> maybe a top-notch yeah. guy to look at that dick? Well, the doctor the doctor I saw rode in on a horse, so I, don't, I thought... Are you serious? <laughs> Any guy who rides a horse... That's, that's Doc Holliday. <laughs> yeah, you, that's, a, that's a gunslinging doc. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I was a little leery, too, because my dog... Hey, son, what's wrong with your dick? Let me just feed my horse over here. I'll get right to you, son. I see, I see. The medication's called... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just doing... Medication's it. called Zyaflex. It's, it's Yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm getting. I want you to take this here Zyaflex. Hold on, my horse is talking to me. My horse says you're all fucked up. <laughs> and, Howard, it's more common than you think, no man. When I win it... When I went into that doctor's office, there's like placards and pamphlets all over with pictures of bent cucumbers and stuff saying if your penis is bent, it's not normal. It's, it's more common than you would think. Look here, son. Let me quiet my horse down and see if I can help your diagnoses. Now, uh, the way I Where see it here. Where's your hitching post? <laughs> you got to tie up my horse. Boy, you got a hitching post here so I can just get my horse tied off. Now, look here. I've been a doctor here in Kentucky my whole life. I've seen a lot of bad things, but this is... I also is... pulled teeth. You got any bad teeth? <laughs> I could cure rheumatism also. Now, I uh, say, look, this look, this looking real bad. I'm going to have to take my gun here and shoot your dick off. Now, I hate to tell you this bad news, son. Here, take a shot of this schnapps, and we'll get right down to business. Now, there's one other thing I can do. I'm going to here have my horse step on your dick to straighten it right out. <laughs> you didn't know I use a horse in my, in my medical practice. My horse really says he wants to fuck you in your ass. <laughs> I'm going to break your ass, too. Not your broken cock. Yeah. You'll forget about your broken cock once my horse sticks his dick in your ass. <laughs> By the way, boys, I'm also a notary of a public. I don't know if you need any papers signed. <laughs> you need your taxes done? <laughs> Anybody here? here Anybody here got a bottle of whiskey? I <laughs> don't want to find a horse to fix his dick. I love you guys. Nobody can make me feel better about a broken dick. Oh, God. My horse is a licensed physician's assistant. Don't <laughs> be nervous being naked around him. Yeah, I'm going to hit you over the head with this rolling pin knock you out so I can pick you up. assist me in this here procedure. I said, I fixed uh, six of these here penises last week. <laughs> and two horseshoes. <laughs> now, it's going to hurt a bit because I got to lasso your balls. <laughs> your doctor drove up on a horse. Next week, my horse will have his own practice. Now, I want you to bite down on this here stick, Eddie, while I fix your Peronis. I say, hey, Peronis, I just looked it up here in my medical book. That's what you got. And uh, <laughs> no need to. Do me a favor. Cover my horse's eyes. My horse is also my wife. <laughs> really? Your doctor drove up on a horse? No, that was a joke. Oh, oh thank goodness. Oh, you for a good bit. You did it. That was a hell of a job. Yeah, but I, I thought you were for real. <laughs> no, no. I have a good job and good health insurance. Yeah, I don't know, man. Wow. Boy, this is unbelievable. Hey, here's hey guys. This There's is another guy? There's a, a guy, Dr. Josh, who's a urologist. Oh, okay. Who actually has dealt with this in his practice. You want to talk to him, dudes? Yeah, hey, sure. Uh, Howard, real quick. My doctor's name? Is Richard? Oh, I got you, Doctor Dick. Like a I dick call him Doctor Dick. Yeah. Kind of a dick thing, huh? Right, Doctor Dick. He's got that on his license plate. Yeah. See, I hope I don't <laughs> hang up on one of you guys. Here, let me lock you all in. Give me a sec. It's hard for me to see what's happening here. 
the board is so far away from me. Wonder Where, why that what is. What are you doing over there? Uh, just uh, I'm like an astronaut. I'm running. <laughs> I'm running things. I'm locking everyone in so we don't hang up on anyone. This is important. In our in our in our help group, Doctor Josh now joins us, who's All way right. more qualified than me. We have a special guest this week, everyone. Doctor Josh, do you ride in on a horse and people and fix people's penis? Good morning. No, just the Cadillac. But right, just the Cadillac. <laughs> so, so I'm a I'm a. Uh, Urologist, board certified, been in practice for five years now, and uh, I fix uh, a broken dick uh, every weekend. I'm on call. Is how do you right? How do you actually fix it so it just is working back? You know, you know, Dennis Rodman broke his dick twice. Yeah, yeah. and they fixed him. Right. So the, it's a the penis is basically three cylinders if you think about it, and the two top ones are called the corporal bodies. They fill up with blood and give men an erection. The oh. bottom one is a fungiosum. <laughs> The fungiosum. A fungiosum? Is that because we have so much fun with our dicks? What does the fungiosum do? What does the fungiosum do? The muscular tube that the urethra travels through. And that's where the jizz comes out? Yep, you got it. Nice. That's why it's the fun one. Fungiosum. Yeah. Nice. So when. I say that's the fungiosum over there. So, with Doctor Josh, how do you fix? You ever you know this song? How do you fix a broken heart? How do you fix a broken penis? Yeah. Which is my song. Right. But, yeah. So normally, when guys come in, uh, there's a couple of mechanisms of injury. Uh, it's usually not with their wife. Uh, it's almost always with the girlfriend. Right. But they uh, they fracture their corporal body, and they either do it because they pull out from behind and they thrust and they hit their penis on the pubic bone. Right. Or yeah. it's a big girl on top. Those are the two things. Yeah, that's what happened to Sal. Yeah, he had a big lady on top of him. I'm sure she was large. Yeah. Looking at Sal, I know <laughs> yeah. she was large. She was large and dry. That's the best I could do. You know? <laughs> the story is the same every time. Uh, these guys actually hear a pop. Yes. Ooh. Oh. It was a pop. Yeah, Boys, did you all hear a pop? <laughs> Eddie, Tony? No, there, I yeah. didn't hear a pop. I just noticed it was like... A year, all of a sudden, a year and a half, maybe two years ago, it, it started to take that turn. I didn't think much of it until it became more of a right angle. And then I went mm. to a urologist and found out, hey, Josh, the doctor, question for you. You know, they call it penile modeling or molding? Mo modeling, yeah. Yeah, so at first I was just holding it in the base and stretching it. And then the doctor said, no, it's, you should be more active. You got to twist it. So what I'm doing now, I'm on, I'm in between the second and the third round of shots. Yeah. So I'm holding it in the base, pulling it and I'm twisting it like a pretzel as much as I can. Dude, come down here. We'll roll a steamroller over. I was going to say, doesn't the doctor give you a demonstration? Come down here. I'll have Fred handle that thing. Is that the right he can't way to just, or tell you what to do. Doc, is that the right thing to do with Tony saying? He should be, yeah, he should be bending in the opposite direction of his plaque. Oh. When, it, when, it gets, when you're modeling it back the other way. So in other words, That's he's what I was talking about with the beating off part, not beating off, but modeling. So in other words, you're breaking up the cartilage that's forming in the peni. Yeah. yeah. So what happens good. here is after you get a fracture, that's very medically correct, Howard. Thank you. <laughs> peni erecti. So, <laughs> so after you get a fracture, um, we try and sew up the corporal bodies to eliminate the possibility for scarring and then eventually Peroni's disease. Mm. Um, like the one I had last weekend, the guy actually fractured his dick so hard it went through his corporal body. But he also ruptured his urethra too. He tore his urethra, so I had to 
I had to sew everything back up, and then he had a catheter for a long time, mm. like three weeks. He's gonna he's gonna be in, in a lot of trouble. Might uh, our friend here get away with just the modeling and no surgery? Yeah, you know, so he's maybe Zyaflex works well. It's our only FDA approved medication for Peyronie's disease. It's approved for men who have greater than a thirty degree uh, curvature. Um. In the studies, Zyaflex got basically a 50% reduction in men's curvature. So the average men in that study had a 30, 35 degree curve and it went down to 17 degrees afterwards. So almost nothing gets you perfectly arrow straight again, oh. even surgery. That, that was going to be my next question because I'm going in for round three on the 16th and then the 20th, respectively. And it, it's not, I mean, it's not as drastic as it was, but it's still there. It doesn't look like it used to the remainder of my 50-some-odd years. Hmm. Yeah. Howard, you, know, you, you I, think I your never, life's bad. never get arrow straight again is what I tell men. No, yeah, I, I got a good life compared to you dudes. That. I would not want to go through this. It sucks. Well, I, I, started. I'm, I almost don't want to fuck anymore hearing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Well, that's enough. No, Howard. I would say, Howard, at your age, if it hasn't happened, you're not saying you're advanced or anything, but at your age, you're probably fine. Am I correct on that, John? Yeah, no, I'm fine, but well, what if I well, smack so into... Here's, here's what happens with Peronis, the the It's micro-tear. So a fracture is a big tear all at once. With Peronis disease, it's usually, we consider it micro-trauma or micro-tears that heal with scar over, oh. over a period of like six months. And that oh. could have been from multiple, say, let's just say aggressive sexual escapades. So, Jesus. So what we think happens is as guys get older, their erections are less firm and they're more prone to bending. And mm. where they where they bend at, they get those micro tears that puts a lot of stress on the corporal body. Uh, so what, what are you doing? I, I don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> but Howard, if your erections are good, you're at low risk for it. Yeah, everything's it's good. I mean, having a little bit of ED. And Doc, mine, mine are good too, even now. I do notice though there's a little pinch like it's because you know how the blood flow stops. There's a little pinch right at the bend, but aside from that, it's still got yeah. the same glory it's had my whole life. Man. That's good. Yeah, you know we call that hourglassing, but it, you know, it's it it can be from aggressive intercourse as well. Man, I'm not going to be aggressive anymore with Beth. She's not going to get it hard at all. <laughs> I'm going to be gentle, like um, like in a romance novel. You know what I mean? I'm just going to take her hey, gently. Boater. I'm going to really slow down a little because sometimes I go hard and like you know. Look, she's yeah, a young woman. I gotta, I gotta right. 